Welcome to Road to the Draft. Casey Phillips here with senior writer and editor Scott Smith. And as always, this is where we talk about things going on in the world of the Buccaneers, how they might affect the draft, what they might do. And we have talked a lot about the first round. We know that's the thing that gets everybody excited. Yeah. That's all the hype. As but it should be. As we have seen, man, the Bucks have done a great job in the second round and later that it is not just about that first rounder. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of great talent to be had. So if you were to be a betting man right now, what was would be your idea of a second round pick that would be a good value pick, kind of how it would match? up needs yeah. players available that's always where you start really getting into I'm that actually debate. well prepared for that question Ooh, look at that because for next week's mock draft on buccaneers.com which we do every week and uh, I did one on the second round and how do you do that you got to know who goes in the first round right. so I went online and found a mock draft generator yes those exist what a world we live in and I ran it a few times until I got one I liked which basically meant did I like who the Bucks got and did the first 10 seem to make sense and so I did that so you have your 31 picks in the first round and then I picked for every team after that and when we get to the Bucks at pick number 50 overall I gave us North Dakota State tackle Cody Mock now we know we were. I'm sorry, your mock draft. Oh, has, I, nice. I had to. I had to do it. I'm assuming his name is pronounced mock. Now this well, is the now, guy. It has to be now. So <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy that's kind of famous because he got a, a he got a couple teeth knocked out and he just decided not to do anything about it. I, I think he got tired that. of. So he just he just has the big smile that's with no submission like a hockey player. Thing. I love that. Uh, long flowing hair. I think he'd be good friends with Coquif probably. Yep. Same, <clears throat> like kindred spirits. Um, <laughs> This guy, uh, you know, there's a lot of good tackle depth in the league, in, in the draft this year. And what is particularly good about Cody Mock of North Dakota State is that he's very good blocking on the run, on the move. And with our new offensive coordinator, Dave Canales, um, apparently we're going to see a lot more outside zone type running where the guys basically three or two or three offensive linemen are moving in the same direction in tandem to create double teams and the back chooses the gap and so they need to be good blocking on the move and he's very good at that so that's why I thought this could be a good player for the Bucks who may be looking for a new right tackle if Tristan yeah. Worse moves to left. I do think also the fact that they're picking 19th in the first round there's so much there about what's there and what's not at 19 to then decide what you might right. want to use your So in this particular on. mock we got Nolan Smith the edge rusher from uh, Georgia in the first round. That's why I went offensive tackle in the second round. If we had taken like Darnell Wright in the first round, then I would have gone probably an edge rusher in the second round. Which... And so, yeah, so who would that be in your mind that we know edge rusher is something that is one of those where, you know, tackle and edge rusher definitely two of the positions. Premium position. That you can see that are premium in the draft and yeah. would probably be premium to the Buccaneers. And this particular draft has a couple guys like Will Anderson and, and Tyree Wilson, I think, that are very highly ranked and probably going in the top 10. But there's a good, it's hard to get good edge rushers without using a premium pick on it so you don't often find them in the second and third round but there's a, there's good depth in this year's draft at that position that a lot of teams are going to be taking them in the second round and a guy that fell to me i think in some of the mock drafts i see at pick number 50 is lsu's bj ojalari now if this guy were a fully formed great pass rushing prospect he wouldn't be there at pick 50 but he's he's really good off the edge he's quick he's bendy look at that see how he got around the corner on that guy real quick that's what he's really good at probably needs to improve against the run and and hone his pass rushing moves a little bit but he's a guy with a lot of speed and and uh potential so that's a guy i could see as the bucks taking i know that the Bucks have done this in a few years where they've picked several of certain positions multiple years in a row or multiple times in a draft. And we saw last year they took two tight ends, right. ended up being both of them. They, they played well. They played well as rookies, and but they also had 
Cam Braid and other people. Now you've yeah. lost Cam Braid. So even though they took two tight ends last mm -hmm. year, do you see that being something that they could still focus on in one of those early rounds? Yeah, 100%. Because, again, I'm talking about Dave Canales, the new um, offensive coordinator for the Buccaneers. Assuming he's going to do things similar to the way they did it in Seattle with Shane Waldron as their offensive coordinator, they used the 12 package, two tight end sets, a lot more than the league average, like 23% of the time. And so... You, you do have the guys we drafted last year, Kate Otten and Coe Keeft. But I think Coe Keeft is more of a move-around, fullback, H-back, blocker type. For the actual two tight end sets where both guys are legitimate receiving threats, it'd be nice to add another guy, which is why I think a guy like Luke Musgrave or, of Oregon State um, it's a very deep tight end class. So even if four or five or even six tight ends are already off the board, he could still be there at pick number 50. He didn't have giant pass catching numbers, uh, basically because he, he, you know, the, the COVID season kind of took away some of his playing time. He was hurt last year, but he's definitely got down, as you see on these clips, he's definitely got the ability to get downfield, to work the seams. He's a very smooth route runner. He obviously catches the ball very well. So he's a guy that could give you with Kate Otten, who had a really nice rookie season, he could give you some really good looks in two tight end sets. That's why I think it's possible. Yeah, that's going to be so interesting to watch. Again, we <clears throat> love that it is not just the first round that the Bucks have done a great job in all these other rounds. So there's a lot to look forward to and a lot more to talk about on Road to the Draft. So we'll be back with another one next week.